All right, welcome back to Hope Day at Wake Up Springfield. It's good to be back. Pastor Alex Bryant in the house this morning. Excited to be back with my two homies. We got Don and Cass. What's up? Glad to be your homie. You're What's my up? Homie. You're my homie. What's up? Well, my homies. This one's dedicated to my homies. So I couldn't wait to talk about this. I, I always, I'm just so interested in the craziness of the squad and what they're saying. They're so conflicted during this time in our history. You know, you have the squad members. There's like eight of them, um, led by, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You got, um, Presley, um, you know, Ilyar or Omar Ilhan and Talib. She's really been in this one a lot because she's Palestinian. And so with this war that's going on between Israel and Hamas and Hamas obviously being nestled in Palestine and she's, she's conflicted on this. The most surprising thing that I read yesterday was that Rashida Tlaib was more pro-Israel than Cori Bush. I know, Cass. That's what I want to talk about. That's, we got to discuss. <laughs> Cass, you, you, that's exactly the thing. So let me just set this up for us. I, would, I, I need you to expand on that, okay? Let me just set this up for the people. So, you know, now that Congress is back in session, because remember when this war broke out, there's craziness in Congress. They couldn't even... Um, adopt a resolution to condemn what was happening over there um, because we didn't have a speaker of the house. So there was no business being done. And so finally, when they were able to adopt the resolution, I think that was um, house resolution 793, which condemned Hamas, their brutal attack on October 7th and, um, and demanded the immediate release of the hostages. So that was, that was when the, the house came back. Cori Bush did not um, vote yes on that. She did not, side with the house makes me proud missourian <laughs> i just it's so crazy how history is cast and i mean i've shared this before but like when i was pastoring in st louis i ran the st louis dream center right after mike brown hands up don't shoot i was on i was there in the city when Cori bush was coming into power she became she was an activist she was big on connecting with the ladies from black lives matter those three ladies that founded that organization they came to st louis after um, Black Lives Matter, or the hands up, don't shoot when they were hashtagging, hashtagging Black Lives Matter. They were, um, having a meeting. Our alderman, a guy named French, a shady politician there in St. Louis, he was inviting me to come to this meeting because there was so, some rich guy that was coming in to offer money to help some of these minority groups organize. Turns out, and I've shared before, you know who that rich guy was, George Soros. He was bringing his money into St. Louis and he was offering it to these groups to help them organize and form their um, organization, which the hashtag became Black Lives Matter. Cori Bush was there because she was an activist in St. Louis. She was big out there protesting. Um, Mike Brown, hands up, don't shoot, meeting with all the, the celebrities that came into town, and she rose to power. So this activist, that's what she was. She was an activist. And I'm going to say this. I mean, St. Louis is a segregated city. You know, Her experience in St. Louis is different than yours. You, if you listen to this in Southwest Missouri, you're most likely a white person. Her experience is different. I'm not saying it's, you know, wrong, right or wrong. I'm saying it's different. She sees the world through different lenses. She looks at as being oppressed, as being um, frustrated. Cause in St. Louis, there's, there really is, you know, these, these traffic light cameras where black and brown people are, they, they have these cameras in the inner city where they get charged money for running through a red light through you know through traffic light cameras they don't have those in south county and stuff so she's frustrated but anyway she came to power and she's an activist and then now she's a congresswoman and she's mad she's upset she's frustrated she sees america differently than we do 
Now, here's my take on it. If you're going to ascend to Congress, you have to learn to love our country like the rest of us do. I mean, is that too much to ask us that you love our, you can be frustrated, mad, your experience, bring it in, but use it to change for the better. She's mad, she's frustrated, and she doesn't like this country. Well, I have a few things to say on this. One, Cori Bush to me is just so obnoxiously irrelevant because nobody tends to, she's, she's become the new AOC, the new most extreme. But she makes us look and bad because she's from Missouri. She does make us look bad, but nobody takes her seriously here. She's like the, she's like the redheaded stepchild. I'm <laughs> more surprised. Yeah. Um, I am more surprised that Rashida Tlaib, and I think it has to do with the fact that she feels she has to be more careful now because yeah. of the censorship and all of that. But what her take essentially was, like if you take the multiple quotes that she made to the press and you dumb it down into one simple quote, is that she now is saying, saying that she believes that Israelis and Palestinians should coexist but, in the same land. But... That's what she says out of one side of her mouth. I know, but she doesn't act it. She doesn't no. act on it. This all at the same time. I'm going to add a little local element here, how this is impacting us. Because if you haven't heard, there is some drama with Governor Parson right now where there are some state representatives, mainly Chris Dinkins, who is calling on Governor Parson to basically say no Palestinian refugees are welcome here in the state. And he came out and he's like, hey, um, we have to separate Hamas and Palestinians and blah, 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 blah. And I don't have the power to decide where refugees are placed. And so he's being told by the federal government that Missouri needs to take in Palestinian refugees. And there's some of the most conservative because um, Chris Dinkins is a state representative who has like yep. one of the more conservative ratings and whatnot. She's over here saying, Governor Parson, you need to put your foot down, blah, 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 blah. So Missouri is being directly impacted by this. Yes. I talked to one of my friends who's a lawyer um, here in town because I wanted to kind of get his thoughts on what the governor said. I sent that tweet, the video. And um, so the federal government, so here's the deal. Governor Parsons is technically right because the federal government controls immigration. They're the ones, um, you know, the governor or the federal government, they let people in. Once they, um, once people are in, they have the right to go wherever they want to. Now, however, our governors, they can, um, put up roadblocks. They can obstruct if they don't want these people here. And that's what people are calling for him to do. Now, when I saw that video, it looked like he was saying, Hey, I haven't seen it yet. I, I don't know. I mean, it looked like he was caught off guard. Hopefully, um, Parsons comes to his senses because here's the reality of it. Where there is Palestinian refugees, you know, there's going to be Hamas. Yeah. I mean, they're, they, when you look at all this illegal immigrants that come in, and we're going to talk more about this illegal immigration um, at six fi- um, 620 today. Like, how do you vet that? Really? How do you vet it? That's the thing. There's 10 million people that have come to this country. So here's the deal. Here's where Parsons missed that. He needs to be proactive of knowing what's going on because where there is Palestinian refugees, I'm sorry, there's going to be Hamas. They're coming in here, these these young men. We don't. There's 10 million illegal immigrants that have come in here. And so, yeah, that's that's crazy there. So... But anyway, the squad, I think they're in the middle of a rock and a hard place because they don't know what they want to do. They're just, they're just, these are activists. They don't know geopolitics. They don't know world history. They don't know what they're doing. And they are, they're just voting and not voting and this and that. And it's crazy. So they had a new resolution, um, House Resolution 888, which centered on Israel's right to exist. And all of them voted yes, the, the squad, except for Tlaib, who voted president, present. 
and Bush voted um, not. She didn't vote. So crazy stuff happening. Anyway, we got a lot of show, a lot of show ahead of you. And uh, man, at, at um, yeah, Bill Agle, he's going to be in at 730. We're looking forward to talking to him about his race and what's going on. We'll get to that. What's up next is um, top three. Stick around.